mindset when we come into therapy. So a lot of times we start therapy because we have a problem. And the thing is there's a difference between having a problem and feeling like you're broken or completely jacked up. And you know, where this whole movement around self-compassion and giving yourself flexibility and all that, where all that comes from is because we're really trying to break, or at least this is how I see it. We're trying to break that notion that you're a defective human being. What comes into play into the problems that we bring into therapy is that there's a number of factors that come in, many of which that don't really equate to a character deficit. Um, there may be biological things that you need to learn how to adapt to and to manage and to build new systems of um, coping with. Um, you may have experienced things that you had no control over, maybe some control over experiences that you had that have left an impact on you. Um, and also you may have been taught various ways to cope that worked in specific circumstances or you picked up specific ways to cope in certain circumstances that are no longer applicable to now. And so when we think about it in almost, it's still pretty subjective, but when I say objective, it's more around realizing that where you may feel, like the way that you feel and the thoughts that you experience and the sensations in your body equal this feeling of being broken, defective, jacked up, um, unfixable, I really am going to encourage you to, to begin shifting that perspective because I get where it can feel that way because it's frustrating. And I think something that we've kind of um, put into our society is that having a, that living life should be easy or that learning to human, especially learning to adult, that there's one way to go about it and that we're being graded for how we're doing life. And the thing is sometimes, and this year has really proven so, you can be using all the skills in the world, you can be doing all the quote right things, and life can still just be hard. And that's because sometimes there are circumstances that we can't control or we're in the trial and error part of trying to figure out our lives. Um, and that's why we call it mental health because if we think about it mental health is very much like it's just like our physical health and sometimes we have an ailment in our physical health that we can't pinpoint a direct cause for maybe it's a series of things but it also takes a lot of trial and error to sort out that is the thing about the medical process is that we have a reference of things that we can go to that can give us a good sort of path but each person each person's biology is different there's little nuances in, in biology whether that's sensitivity to medication whether that's um, allergies and all that the same thing applies to our mental health we have so many nuances and traditions and beliefs and um, and, and emotional sensitivities that come into play and that's why when you come in thinking that you're default like that you're defective or broken or jacked up you're probably comparing yourself to a lot of other people and how they carry their lives that 
that have a completely different set of circumstances and you have every right to grieve that. You have every right to grieve that and to be frustrated with it. However, holding on to that and holding on to that desire to be normal, which I don't know what normal is. I think um, there's some aspects of normal that we can normalize, but you know, rather than trying to have your life sort of fit the mold of what everybody else is doing, I think taking that attitude of like, wait, I'm not a defective human being. I, I've had some extraordinary circumstances for myself because you've only been through what you've been through. And I, I've got to figure out a way to adapt and to make it to work for my life. And if we start seeing really how our life, our worlds are both big and small. We have, especially with the internet and stuff, we have great potential to expand our horizons and at the same time our bubble is small and so if we learn how to manage our bubble and treat our bubble as its own unique thing i think that we can we can yield better outcomes in therapy because then we have a better idea of what we want our bubble to look like instead of how does our bubble fit to the greater big thing i mean we can think about that but you know it's kind of like tending to your own house like you have your house in your space and it's going to be different like if you're in an apartment complex everybody's apartment may have the same sort of structural setup but it's going to have different things to it because it's incorporating everybody's style and preferences and just ways of operating and so i think take that into therapy and know that it, it is going to be a process because it's trying to fit you and trying to, you know, it's trying to fit your, your emotional apartment and it's trying to make it work. And that may take some trial and error and it also may take um, gaining a better understanding for how we want to work.